The following audios they expressed opinions of the hosts and guests and do not reflect investment advice or recommendations of any kind. All funny jokes or just jokes, so don't get it twisted. I'm not that stupid, but that is how I lost ten million last weekend. But uh, it is what it is. Ten million last week, and it's down the drain. Yeah, that's, that's okay. how quick things can flip on you. But you can still go to Twitter and say you made ten million, and everybody. <laughs> Yeah, here's a thread on how I made ten million, and yeah. then boom, six. You ever wonder how many of those guys have also lost ten million? Probably way too many. Yeah, and that's not. They good. don't talk about their losses, right? That's what's funny about the internet is you don't have to talk about your losses. You can talk about your wins no. all day long. There is this guy that I follow. I probably shouldn't even admit that I follow him. It's embarrassing, but he's a day trader, and from what he posts, and then actually like what he does, and then screenshots of his actual gains and losses he is very good and he does make a ton of money doing it um but he is one of those guys that's like yep here's my car i just got it today and this is my 10th car this year and it's january 28th and i'm like yeah you you're doing this and they're like really appealing images because people want to get rich quick and congrats you could probably make more money honestly from your audience than day trading if it you probably play it does. right i'm sure that's so, what it does yeah anywho um, nice but, yeah. <laughs> that is true all right so i got a few things to blow your mind um i'll let you pick out of the random hat of fun goodies I'll give you three mm-hmm. titles number one is the unknown product that is better than the known. Mm. Number two is how do you actually monetize an audience? So just exactly what we were talking about. You just go get the audience, but you can make it happen. And then number three, the billion dollar business idea that probably isn't really a billion dollars. So out of those three, you gotta pick. And then we'll, we'll go well, through. You know, I consider myself a risk taker, a sojourner. <laughs> I want to walk into the unknown. Tell me about the unknown. Okay. So I texted you and also emailed you a little bit of it. Um, But AI tools that you can use for email and everything else. And I thought, wow, this is really awesome. I want to be able to like screen record and then how can I make short term, short form videos? And then if I have this product, like what will make it blow up? So the emailing thing wasn't even it. Because I did that, I stumbled upon this other thing, which is mind-blowing. So I need so you to go to Tella. So the email is the known here. No, the email is sort of known. It's honestly not even that well-known. No, um, but once again, my hypothesis that every company that has a website that doesn't end in .com is actually the most profitable company of all time, or could be. Uh, and there's this company, when I wanted to find a screen recording, and Loom does a really good job, and it's free for like 25 videos, and you can do a ton with it. But if you want to like make clips, and if you want it to just like stink everything for you and start throwing things together, it is not as good as this three-person company 
called Tela.tv. That is their website. There's not.com. It's Tela, T-E-L-L-A dot TV. You can go in, you sign up for free. Of course they have pricing, but their pricing, <laughs> if you really, really wanted it for their pro plan is $19 a month. And you can do basically everything you want with it, but you can get so much more out of this. Plus you can create like tutorials and online courses and product demos and video messages all for free. And it just like streamlines it for you. So I love this so much. So glad I found it once again, Twitter. Love Twitter for helping me find it. Um, so what does the yeah. free package get you? I mean, everything. Uh, I think they just limit you on the amount of videos that you can get. So it's very similar to Loom, but Loom is the 900-pound gorilla in the space. And they just got huge, super fast. What makes these guys better? All the things that you can do. You can launch courses. You can just start automating things. You can start clipping videos automatically or the like software itself will start putting all of that together for you so it's and an then ai you, it's an ai generated uh screen it's not video it's not claiming ai i think they're just using some sort of internal processing hmm. or system that does something but i freaking i don't know i've just used it for less than a week and i love it so much so are you gonna um, make a tutorial video on on um doing ai email can i mean you, i could you... I, I was i was playing around with it today when i i was like oh yeah Braden definitely needs this can you legally disclose, can you legally disclose an email response um that ai has generated for you like underneath the message be like oh this is written with ai this is what ai said like maybe some context about the message if possible but like can you can you give us one that's like not incriminating and like giving away somebody's financial information yeah okay i see what you're saying like not to a client yeah you i, th I think you could um that's another thing i don't know so if you can you give us one can you tell us one? have you used you use the ai tool right have you respond have the ai oh that's right i didn't yeah i didn't send you the uh the video i made one let me go to my drafts just tell me what the response was. I want to know. I want to get context of the email. No, I, I didn't send it because I was like, oh, dude, this is so talking to some people working with that foundation. And I wanted to create basically a reply where I said, hey, you know, this is how we work with online fundraising and donations, blah, blah, blah. Let's set up a call or a demo. And somebody was like, yeah, I don't know if that'll work, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of been too busy on my end. I literally just clicked go. It's a uh, Chrome extension that you can install. It takes about 30 to 45 seconds for it to think. And then it just types it all out for you. I think I would prefer it to just be like live, but similar to ChatGPT, which it probably pulls from, it just says um, words. So this is, I'm not gonna use his real name. Uh, hi, blank. Thank you for getting back to me. I understand your hesitation wanting to try something new. And I'm sure there are a lot of questions, period. Be happy to demonstrate the power of our donor portal and would be happy to answer any and all questions you have confident in our solution will provide sustainable blank 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 with a superior digital donor experience let me know what day and time works best for you and i'll be sure uh, to be available and follow up thanks and then signature and i just clicked that and 
you can choose friendly, formal, informal, funny, interested, non-interested as your, I don't know. Uh, as, your prompt. as your prompt. As your prompt. Yeah. yeah. And so it takes in the immediate last email and then fills it in with, this guy basically gave me a nice no. And this is a nice, what about now type of answer. Yeah. Or a nice, a nice, um, not no, but, but later. Yeah. I think it's, I, I mean, that right there is fantastic. But if you were to start filming, doing other things like that, there's just so many businesses, online businesses, the internet is infinite and most of them are baloney and some of them like this tele company. And even that one, uh, that's Addy AI, A-D-D-Y-A-I.com. Another plug. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, that's the unknown product. That's a dot com. Um, ooh, you're right. I'm going to cancel Time to find it. a new one. Time to find a new one. <laughs> Damn it. They did do the weird dash in the name, though. They did get a dash in there, so maybe that's worth it. They're They're difficult in some way. That's funny. Yeah. I always go to namecheap.com. It's just like not not necessarily to even buy the domain from right there, but to just use like, hey, is it available? You know? <sighs> nice, man. All right. That's cool. What were yeah. the other options? What's next? Um, Very interesting. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Billion dollar uh, idea that probably exists, but I thought of it like two hours ago and I haven't done any research into it. So preface, I was having a meeting uh, with a good friend and he's a client. Sorry. It's, it's weird to say like, Hey, I have meetings with my friends. Makes me sound like a robot. Um, <laughs> anyway, sure. he's complaining about like different, you know, expenses and random stuff. And one of the things are like, um, he lives in South Austin and his wife works, he works, his wife has to get to work really early. And so they pay a nanny to come in and come watch the kids. And he's like, these nannies are getting dumb expensive and I will never stop paying until my kids can drive or, you know, sustainable. I'm not a parent. I don't know when it's safe. Anyway, he's telling me he's paying these nannies $40, $50 an hour and they don't even drive. They are without a car. They're just a great nanny. They've been recommended and worked in other families and other things like that. And in my head, I'm like, I know there's a marketplace app for nannies and random stuff. Don't do that. Just do Austin, which already has a high population or, you know, headcount of people making a good chunk of money. Offer nanny services as an agency just to them in this neighborhood and things like that start getting in the hard work of like developing the relationships and then you can scale that puppy beyond belief you get these nannies hooked up with a great family they're paying the agency and then you just collect some margin and everything is hunky-dory i'm pretty sure the moat is licensing childcare getting certain certifications so you know your nannies aren't psychopaths or horrible people right um and there's probably a lot to that but it can't be that hard yeah like 
as with all things, it's always going to be harder than what you expect. It is interesting. And an agency doing an agency for that would be really cool. I think you could just SEO it, right. And just like have like nanny in Austin or something and really get it. And then, you know, maybe advertise it. Like, I don't know, dude, let's hit them at point of sale and let's just go to the hospital, right. By the, uh, what do they call it? That, that unit where the babies are and we just like pass out flyers where they're having babies. Yeah. Point of sale is there and go to all the kids' stores. Go to like all the areas, put it in like the little playground in Chick-fil-A's. Like everything. Just be like, hey, are you a nanny? Great. Sign up here. Hey, do you need a nanny? Click on this. The biggest is just like background checks and making sure you know who your employees are, right? Because your business is destroyed the minute one of your nannies does something bad to a kid. The minute that hundred percent, the whole business, hundred percent, and that's that's why this isn't like a hey, build it, scale it, and then it's like a and it could be like a franchise thing, which that's that's monster, and that could be really really helpful. Um, the other part of this is like you build out the agency that if you got super smart, you niche down and you said, hey, this is a nanny agency specifically for kids with special needs. The boom automatically you can charge more <laughs> too then yeah you have to like find the nannies that have xyz with them but those parents are like yeah we we need this yeah so i think i don't know i literally was just thinking about it this morning talking to him but i thought that would be brilliant it was almost as good as our uh tasters or uh taste serving people in liquor stores gosh such a good idea too so megan is actually um considering taking a new job as a teacher at a kind of like a montessori type school um for kids so like ages they take ages two to five or something like that Uh today and it was very interesting because it was it's in uh it's off southwest parkway so it's in kind of sort of bougie rich austin um, yeah. it's Westlake, Westlake district, right? Everybody from Westlake's there, all the kids, you know, she was just like, oh yeah, we got a lot of AMD and Google and, and Facebook here. So, you know, it's basically all Silicon Valley kids that are there. Um, but it's really perfect. what it is, is it's like, she took the idea you're talking about. It's 25,000 a year to go. Um, but what she did to the school. Yeah. The tuition is 25,000 a year. Um, but what she did was she basically took the idea that you're talking about almost and said, I'll just control it better by instead of sending nannies out, I'll have people bring their kids in. We'll do like a little fun curriculum. Like the nannies that people like that get paid the most or do like arts and craft things with the kids. Right. And like do like different learning tasks with them, just helping them develop. Um, yeah. Right. She's got like a play yard for them. That's like a courtyard inside the building. So people can't get into the courtyard and the kids can't escape. Um, she's got like a paid security guard. She's got all kinds of tech developed there. Wait, this isn't like a, you know, two acre size school. This is just like someone's. No, it's a two acre size school. It is. It's a commercial. Okay. It's a commercial. Just the way it's laid out and done though. Um, but it really is the exact same concept. Like your concept, the final end goal is like, oh, actually like costs are better. Everything's easier. Safety's better. If we just like find a place and have all these nannies show up here and babysit, you know, and that's what she Wow. Did. So wait, so it's 
it's not like what what age two range is this two to five and that's it yeah you pay 25k a year yeah for your kid to go there from two to five yeah and they hit five and it's like okay you graduated you're done Pretty much. Like we're not going to actually teach you anything. Going to kindergarten. They're teaching them stuff though, dude. I mean, it was the most interesting experience. I know, I guess all parents have this experience. I'm sure plenty of parents that listen to our podcast, there's tons. Uh, <laughs> definitely have had this experience of like, like it's like traveling these like really crazy niche Montessori preschools. Um, but like the kids are learning like, I don't know, biology stuff and reading stuff and it's weird. I mean, they were learning about voluntary and involuntary muscles and they were having all the kids line up. They had like this glass wall and all the kids were lining up in front of it and other kids were throwing water balloons at the wall and they were recording it and all of them were blinking and they're like, so are your eyes voluntary or involuntary? And it was like, Oh, you know, it's like just cool stuff like that. They like, how many kids do you estimate were there? Uh, there were seven groups of 14 to 15, six or seven okay. to 15. So 160, roughly a hundred. Wait, you said seven groups of 15. Yeah. Wow. Why am I not doing math correctly? 105. Yeah. yeah. Roughly a hundred. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So you got 105. That's, that's really nice. What is that times uh, 25,000? Oh, that's 2.6 million. Yeah. That is two. That is 2.6 million. It's insane. And it's white glove, dude. I mean, so first off, I got to tell you about this software that you've never heard of that we should get involved with and sell. It was called. I want to do that. I want to. I, dude, I want right, to so open one up too. I'm asking. How much, how much are they offering to men? Like you can huh? not say specific numbers, but oh, how much uh, are they paying the teachers, and how many teachers are there? They uh, uh one teacher for each group. Seven. Uh, okay, seven starting teachers. at starting at fifty thousand with Three benefits, health insurance benefits, and all that stuff. All right, so four twenty, we'll call it. Plus, they probably spent twice that a year just in. Real estate, or maybe they, they have admin, it. and they have admin, and they have security guards. There's retired admin security guards. Working. Let's add another two hundred. Yeah. Okay. That's. Right. I mean, that's way over the top. With real estate. So we're saying six hundred for staff and management and everything else. Probably six hundred to eight hundred for just the real estate for paying in that area. Probably. So really you're nice. looking at 1.2 and then you're, you're making 2.6. Yep. It's pretty wild. Oh my gosh. <laughs> pretty wild. What is dude. the name of the school? Give me the school. Wonderwell, man. Wonderwell. It was really impressive though. I mean, they got some high quality people there. Um, and it's just like, so like, so there's this software called, um, school pass, unbelievably great software. We came in, they scanned our driver's license. That's how it checked us in, created an ID with a little scanner on it. And that's how they knew we were in the building and, and whatever. Right. And you can have a kid associated with that. However, it is absolutely perfect for recreational events. We were thinking about just as a side note, while you look it up what they're doing, 
Um, so the way this lady knows Megan is Megan's her daughter's dance teacher and all those kids love her. Megan teaches her like, you know, four-year-old daughter dance. And she was like, all these kids love you and dance. Our music teacher's leaving. We want to do another art. Maybe we do an art dance movement class or something. Right. And that's why she wants to bring Megan in. Um, and so, uh, oh damn, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, we were talking about the dance studio. She was talking about how crazy the dance studio is that she has her kid go there and the dance studio has a door that is never locked. DoorDash drivers and everybody come in all throughout the day to deliver food to the teachers or to some of the teenage kids. Nobody checks in or checks out kids. Kids can just walk to their car whenever they're ready to leave. And it's just like recreational activities like that, dude. There's so many that are like that, that are just like, they need this school pass thing so that kids don't get abducted or like bad things happen. It's just insane the security and the technology it's so fast and so easy and then you have something that's actually viable like as a safety measure at place. What, what's that software called school pass school pass is no competition name. no competition there's nobody else doing it school pass well what's what's the hard part of like creating your own then probably Why, really we would i would rather just buy or sell for them you know like, I guess creating your own, you could, but it's, there's, I mean, it's, a, there's a lot of tech in it. It's, uh, I mean, if they're that big, they probably have their own. I don't know how uh, big they are. That's what I'm saying. I don't, know, I don't know how big they are. All I know is they're the only player. I have no idea how big they are. I've never seen it in another school before. Let's see. Ooh, they're in Maryland. 10K followers, 56 employees. Yeah, that's, that's pretty big. I'll give them that. That's that's nice. I'm kind of wrapped up on this person. Like she's Wonder clearing well. a mill. Yeah, she's got to be clearing a mill. Yeah. Easy. A year for sure. Easy. That's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like plus it's it's tuition so it's a school. You can even write it off as like it's probably a C3, 501C3. I don't think so. I think it's for profit. Oh, okay. I don't know the complications or logistics of doing that C3 versus LFC, but you may be able to do that. That's, that's a good find. It's a great business, dude. I walked through it and I just like, I had a cop there. I was just like, wow, like what you're doing here, pristine apps. And I guess I need to tour other preschools to see what's going on. But like, yeah, it was insane, dude. It was insane. So that's crazy. Yeah. So you can just do that for, you know, the largest or fastest growing city in America, Austin, probably just open up a competitor, slash prices by 10%, 15% if you're okay with making just, you know, 800 net and then rinse and repeat. Dude, I was thinking about asking her if we, if she just wanted to, me to help franchise in Dallas and Houston. You want me to expand this thing for you and team up? She's clever. She's very clever. Like she's somebody that I would want to help and be like, Hey, like, what do we do here? She hires. She thought team. it out pretty well. Yes. Dude, good for her. I mean, she graduated right. education from Texas tech and then she might be the only person graduating <laughs> <education> <laughs> from Texas tech. <laughs> be making a mill a year. Absolutely. Herself. Absolutely. She knows how to figure it out. She started asking me about a sauna after the th- after it all finished. I don't know why. Like I never said a thing to her the whole time. Didn't really do much talked some crap about you know how the dance studios run and things that are bad about the dance studio 
And then um, she was just like, you know, I've been really thinking about Asana. Do you know Asana? And I was like, yeah. The CRM? Yeah. Yes. I was like, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm alive on this planet. I know about Asana. She was like, oh, well, you know, are they pretty good? Are they a good company? And I was just like, <laughs> yes. Is she trying to buy a lot of Asana right now? No, she, she wants to integrate Asana for her HR data management. Um, mm. So, she, you know, she was talking about Megan's process of like, she sent like an application and some other docs to her. Wanted to create deadlines of like, oh, this is due by this date, have follow-up emails, stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, Asana can do that for you. And you can plug in their API, I'm sure, and, you know, white label it and have it all branded. And Oh, I, I got like, one oh, better for you. This. She was like, do you do things like this? And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, and I kind of told her what I did. And she was, she, I was like, Come on. She, she was like, oh, so you like code or like you work with these kinds of things? And I was like, no, but I got guys. Yeah. I got geniuses that do it. I, I, I have a team. And she was like, oh, cool. I'll come to you. And so me and you. Send her a follow-up because I will blow her mind with she doesn't need Asana, but she probably did a Google search for those basic things. And she said she got the most money to spend it. She said she got, she didn't even, wasn't even looking for it. She got an Instagram ad and was like, oh, okay. Look at what they do. Yeah. She needs to use the software called Arrows. Arrows is the best thing that's ever happened when you ever need to just onboard or process someone through something. You can just build out the whole template. Every time you get a new teacher, copy and paste, send them the link. They're onboarded. I mean, I it is. I teach us to be like the, the problem solvers of the school. Um, she said she'd be in touch, but, um, like basically I set it up where it was just like, yeah, anytime you have something that, you know, you feel like you need to find a technology solution for, or you feel like these need to be done better or consolidated, just call me. I got a team. We'll figure it out. She was like, yeah, that's awesome. So. All right. We'll see. It's, it's a pretty it's good service. Right up your alley, dude. Right up your alley. Garrett. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She's like, I had this problem and I'm going to say. I'm going to fix it in a day and I'm going to charge you for a month and it's going to be great. Mainly because I know how much you're charging these stupid kids to come here. Mm. Good grief. Mm -hmm. 2.6. For what? I don't know, man. That's a school. That's a university. It'll be the next Jeff Bezos. It better be the next Jeff Bezos for those prices. But (laughs) Uh, that's insane. I know. Absolute insanity to me. Um, also, so here's here's the other billion dollar business idea. Um, and I think it's because there's so many uh, existing businesses that are similar to this to where you kind of have to take Peter Thiel's, you know, zero to one book and how he says, hey, go after something that has no competition. Um, that works. But if there's also a huge market and it's a very underserved market, then just you can build a business that just fits right in there. If you know, like your margin, your profits, everything like that. So this business is what I've been looking at personally, because I love the lake. I love Lake Austin. I love Lake Travis, especially in a city like Austin you have a ton of people that want to be out on the lake. And there are these things called boat clubs, which is a country club, but a boat. And you can book and reserve and all that. 
currently you can spend a ton of money per year on one of these things and you get like limited options, you get limited use, things like that. You're spending like, I think a $9,000 upfront fee and then you pay 400, 500 a month. And that is, you know, technically compared to buying a $120,000 boat, it's a lot better. But these places, if they're smart, they can just get three or four really good ski wakeboard boats, three or four good pontoon boats, a list of different lake toys, and you can charge half of that and just fill it up. And there's like no marketing. There's no advertising by these groups. They don't put anything out on email blasts or Instagram. I went through all these different businesses, socials essentially too. And I'm like, they're, they're not doing anything. Like they don't care. They're just happy to have like what they have and they're going to charge a ton for it, but they're not expanding by like getting another boat, which to them is not going to cost them as much as they're putting on their website. Like, Oh, this is how much it is to own a boat and then like rent it out. And so if somebody were to come in and they would say, Hey, you can pay $4,000 for an upfront fee. And then you pay $200 a month. I know 40 people right now that would want that because I've had conversations with tons of people and it's like, yeah, I don't want to drop nine grand right now and then pay 400, 500 a month, which is like $6,000 a year for the boat usage for like what I want in my head. So I don't know. I see that. And I think that's another extremely easy thing because you're also not paying for captains. If you do the membership, you train them, they get licensed and then they're set and ready to go. They just show up on the reservation time and get to use the boat and have to fill it up with gas when they bring it back, which is awesome. Uh. All you're paying for is maintenance, storage, usage. Of course, people are going to wreck boats or do something stupid and, yeah, people I mean, tend that can to happen less about something they don't own, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, that monthly fee and something else could be like, unless you cause like a wreck with this much damage, like that's on you. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're paying for insurance and all this other stuff. But if you do, so that, you're just you talking about like, a discount. Boat. It up. Are you doing anything different than the boat club or are you just a discount boat club? Discount boat club where you can use a boat all day too so most of these are like hey you can use it and you need four hours and they go fill up with the you know busy busy bees and then they just have back-to-back reservations in my opinion and they do a really good job of kind of rolling that out but they're also offering boats here's the other thing they're offering ski wakeboard boats that are like $150,000 boats. Like they are really nice. So they do kind of make sense for that 150 mark. You can go find something that's 40, 45, 50, a third of the price. And it can still perform just as well. Interesting. And if you give that for like maybe just even half the cost or more, you're good. So your play is, hey, you're not in like the elite 
of people that for the most part, they do save money on not owning the boat, but it's also for them like time, maintenance, effort. I don't have to worry about it. I just click on good. You can still offer that to the vast general public, lower the prices a little bit, save on the expenses and everything else. And then you get, I don't know, three, four X the amount of customers essentially. And then you'll get full and booked up too. But that's why you like limit that membership there. I just think, I don't know. There's this guy that currently works. I talked to him today. I'm basically going to pick his brain on his boat club that he runs. And they don't have any ski wakeboard boats. They're just pontoon boats. And they are like extremely cheaper than the current model out there. But it does not sound or look like they run it correctly at all. They do absolutely no marketing, nothing for it, blah, blah, blah. So I think I'm going to sneak, <laughs> basically going to sneak my way in and be like, hey, I have this idea. I think we could add a ski wakeboard boat. I can help you with all your SEO and marketing. We can do all this in return on our membership. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. I was thinking, yeah. Money, but yeah, you should absolutely get a membership. I mean, I'll get, I'll get a membership into it. And then I, I don't know. Because he and I just hit it off because he answered the phone and it sounded like he wasn't doing anything crazy. Um, he was just kind of dealing with his kid and was a good old boy, just down to earth. And I was like, yeah, this is somebody like I can set up a coffee or do something like that. And then, hey, I love this thing that you're doing. Here's how I can help and 10 exit. Just give me the boat. <laughs> like wow. I'll, I'll find the boat for you you can add a ski wakeboard boat you'll get all of this just let me have it and i yeah. earned it by doing yeah everything that, that i do anyway such a good freaking trade absolutely he'll that's a no-brainer <laughs> dude he would be stupid not to take that deal yeah i know yeah so i gotta work on it um i love that i'm trying yeah, to work I, on those these days that people would be stupid not to take and that is a deal that somebody would be stupid not to take. Here, you also need to go back to our boy, Thomas. And I know he's an a-hole and holding on to equity. Probably shouldn't have used his name. We'll bleep that out in our uh, editing room later. Anyway, uh, no one knows who we're talking about. Go back to him, for him. and say like, <laughs> yeah, he's an avid listener for sure. Yep. Uh, go back to him and say like, hey, uh, we'll do it for this flat rate. Obviously, this is something that I want to grow it into because I feel like there's tons of different businesses and companies that we can expand. But do this. It's mainly, you know, a nice thing before you just jump into bed or marry someone, which is kind of what that was. Like, can we work together, set it up? But it's going to be a little bit more flat rate. This is what I'm thinking. I'm going mean, to do exactly that, but I'm going to add one caveat. I, I've already gotten through this. Don't even, don't even. Well, what's the caveat? Um, I was thinking about this over the week and I was like, dude, this guy hoed over Braden so bad. Made me so mad. Yeah, no, I, um, I'm not really that mad about it. He, uh, I mean, the first thing he did was he sent me, this is, uh, it, it doesn't matter. He sent me on a rabbit hole to try and figure out what a good deal is. Um, but dude, like <laughs> he asked you to, or like you were just like, no, I need to prove that I just need to do it. what I sent uh, was good. What I missed is a guarantee. What I miss is a guarantee. And I'm going to go back to him 
and I may take the equity out. I may not. I may keep it. I don't know. I, I probably will go just to a fixed rate and not even do a business, but I'm just going to tell them I'm going to, here's the, here's the money. Here's what it costs. I'm not going down on price. I will guarantee you five placements. Guarantee it. Even if I have to work for the next two years, I don't know. I will guarantee you five placements for this amount of money. And if I can't do it or I quit, I'll give you your money back. He's stupid not to take that. I don't know how many placements it's going to be, one or two placements. I don't know, five, whatever. But it's going to say, here's my price. I, I will kill. I will kill to make it happen for you too. Yeah. Cause I want, I want to make it happen. I would, and you're going to hate me. I would take the equity out because it's like, Hey, and the reasoning is like what I said, you know, we haven't worked together. You kind of need to see what I'm about. Cause I am not just talk. Like I'm a guy that really has to drive in a big truck. If you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I, I really am going to take the equity out because I'm going to take the whole business out. It's not a business anymore. Hey, I'm just going to do this, right? Because he was the first customer. So I'm just going to say, hey, I'll do it. I'll place this many for this price, guaranteed. Or if I, you know, if I quit and can't do it, I'll give you your money back. Love it. And then Love it. Reconnection. That's a big boy. That's a big dog. So I got to do a little more research on it, though, to know that I can actually execute and that it's not going to be like a total cluster. Um, no. Don't do that. Research, you just you just want to jump into something without any type of insight. Yeah. It's always for smart. Sure. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, let me let me back up. All right. So we, we can wrap up things. I did have some market thoughts. I sent you some, you know, hey, the market's doing this. Uh, technical indicators. Had a down day today. Um, but, you know, could possibly be a good turnaround overall. Uh, what are your thoughts? You still see dead cap bounce? Do you still see some craziness? I have no clue, man. I have no clue. Um, we're past the wash trade 30 days, though. We are. We, sure, are. we sure are. And we're past, we're, past 31st. we're past rate hike, too. Um, but I just pulled down. Yeah. Let's see what it was. Yeah, it was 41.76 S&P, so it's down a point and a half since then. Yeah. A few days, but... So I, re I really don't know. Um, uh, I find things that I like. There are things that I like that I'm happy to buy, so I'm not, like, struggling to find things. Um, so we'll see. I have something I want to add, though, real fast. Yeah, finish. please. Dude. Open information requests. Absolute game changer. So let me tell you about this. You know, right? Obviously, I'm trying to target small businesses for several different things, either for consulting things or to purchase them, right? So I start yes, talking with favorite. Adam. I start talking with Adam Mars. Adam Mars has already worked with governments and entities doing date, building data pipelines. So he's used to like the process of communicating with them and everything. He hits up the state of Texas comptroller. Ends up talking with the comptroller. Comptroller hits him back. Is like, yeah, you can do an open information request. All you got to do is pay hourly for our internal data analysts to put data together and we'll get you whatever you want. So I got a list 
first off, the hourly charge was like thirty dollars an hour, and I was like, oh damn, this is gonna cost forever. But okay, go through. Wait, us- you got a you got a list of what? I'm confused. First off, it's two hundred and fifty six megabytes, and it's an Excel spreadsheet. To make Excel go two hundred fifty six megabytes is like, it's a lot. It's a lot. That's one. <laughs> Two, it came on a CD. So the problem was it came on a CD. Nobody in the world has CD drives anymore. No Macs, no computers have them anymore. So it took a while for us to get it off the CD and onto a flash drive. But now we have it on Excel. It is in my hand. I have every single LLC and for-profit corporation that was started between the years of 2017 and 2021 over the entire state of Texas is still active, domestic or foreign, and I have the officer and manager information for every single one of those companies. And you know how much it cost me? How much? $15. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yes. 15, 14, 25. When you say you you have the officer's information, you have their name, you have their email, their phone number. What do you have? You don't have their email because they don't collect it. I have their name and their address. So it's, it's something, it's something. Okay. Um, Yeah. But um, yeah, 14, 25 for the data and a dollar for the CD. $15 $15 and 25 cents. And I now have access to every active LLC and for-profit corporation started between 2017 and 2021. I have the creation date. I have all, all kinds of crap. So. How is this get, better than opencorporates.com? Uh, open corporates. You don't get a list of ever. You can't, you can't generate some list of all this stuff. Open corporates. You search for a company and you see, yeah. I have the name of every company, the address of every company, where it's at, all of it. It's beautiful. Do you have the categories of what what business it is? No. I don't think that's something you put in. Maybe it is. Maybe I do. Hold on. So we got in existence, filing number, status ID, corporate type ID. Oh, I do. Um, Hold on. Is it a number associated with like an MEC code or something? It's a number. So I'm going to have to go through the... uh, 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 Secretary of State website because I bet there's six options on what you can do for what type of entity it is because these numbers are ranging. Yeah. There's seven. There's probably more. They're ranging from one you need to seven. Just put that in a Google Doc and make it a Google Sheet. And then I do that because DSV blows up and you lose your original data. Anyway, do it in a Google Sheets. Control F. Find the numbers. Put that number in. Replace all. Place it with whatever that is, and then you have it. We're gonna have to do it on the local computer, but that's a great idea. I tried, you can't open it on Google Sheets, it's too big. It's too big. I had to download it, it's too big. (laughs) Ah, There's no way, yeah. Isn't that crazy? They wouldn't let you open it on there. They said, Nope, download this. And I was like, Great, so not a big deal, but that shows you the size of it. It's the greatest $15 I've ever spent, dude. I just got it. How many, how many lines, how many records? Uh, it doesn't say on my sheets. Uh, well, cause I don't have Excel naturally. Um, let me see. Show. We'll go to the count. Like, is it a CSV doc? Are you on numbers? It's, or on, numbers. Using... it's on numbers, but I don't know what count, you know, I don't know how to go to count view. Uh, I don't want to show rulers. I'll figure it out. Something on my, um, 
Yeah, yeah just one. highlight highlight one or click in a thing and then oh. scroll all the way to oh, the bottom. Yeah. Got it. 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 It gives you the numbers of rows on the side. How many rows? Let's see. Okay, we're getting into big numbers. Um, oh, they must have stopped it at a certain limit. They stopped it at one million rows. So there's one Holy. million. <laughs> one million rows. Um, the columns go through AT, so 30, 40 columns probably. Is this for every... Um... This is just for LLC started in 17 to 21. LLC and for-profit corporation, 2017 to 21. In Texas. In Texas. Fifteen. So if you wanted, ooh. That's really interesting. I know. It's a very- Yeah, you could, you could make it a lot easier. I'm trying to think. Yeah, you could just spin up a website to just buy a list. And then you can go buy, you know, Delaware, which is every fantastic company that turns into a unicorn, uh, which those will be a lot of startups. And that's very, very, I guess, advantageous or valuable to have. Yep. That would be smart. Yep. Mm. We're see. We're, I mean, we're going to see how it goes. I need to go through the data and see what it's about. I mean, the first one here is... Uh... You got your computer open, Affinity 777 LLC. Congratulations, Affinity 777. Um, you are now super popular because we have mentioned you on the pod. Uh, doesn't look like they do anything. So like 90% sure. of these, the problem is that 90% of these are going to be like um, um real estate syndications and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it's, really, sense. it's going to be really hard to filter through and be like, okay, what actually are you? Um, corporate type ID. Value state of Texas. Affinity 777? Yeah. 1F, 2F. Uh, two Fs. Did two Fs. It's not pulling up on open corporates. I saw it on open corporates when I Googled it. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, it's just me. That's Kennedy, cool. Kennedy Kemp down. Services. Kennedy Kemp Services. And Kennedy Kemp. Houston. Director of Financial Services. No, that can't be right. I don't know, man. I got to figure out how I'm going to search for these things, whether I search for the people, search for the business. Um, yeah, I mean, you can kind of get all of that or some of it from uh, open corporates. Yeah. For-profit corporations are probably going to be better. The Signature Event X Entertainment. Oh, I have one last one. Are, do we need to save for next time? What are we What are we at on time? I, I think we're good. We can go over something real fast and then wrap Dude, it up. This is the one. This is the one. So I come across this guy on Upwork. His whole thing is he's like, hey, I need help making an, an investor deck. Okay, fine. I'll go, you know, talk about it, see what it's about. This fool. Hold on. I think you can probably pull up his website. I think it was Silicon 
way. Um, where was it? Dang, dude, they had a they had a website and I didn't write it down. Silicon Valley something, dude. They own haunted houses. That's their business. I was like, I that was on, that was on MFM. That they said like it is one of the most lucrative businesses you can own. They had because the real estate doesn't cost anything, and it can just sublease out something. Did they talk about these guys? No, no way. I, I didn't. About these guys. They just thought about it. It was like an idea. I don't know, man. These guys are insane. They're doing five million in revenue. They have one point five million net income. They said there's only three hundred people in the nation. They go to like he goes to all these like um, haunted house, whatever. I guess Vegas like trade show things. He said there's only three hundred people that are around their size, three hundred companies that are around their size, and they're trying to buy them all. And I was like, oh my gosh. And he was like, yeah, we've done partnerships. We bought 50% of some of them. What they're all missing is marketing. And if you go to his website, I got to try and find you a website so that you can see it. You need to send it to me. They do marketing. They do marketing for all these things. And so I'm talking to him and he's like, yeah, man. I mean, we have this deal in Nashville. Um, Their marketing's trash, but we want to go ahead and buy them. They need to be bought for 800,000. We need to put a couple of, you know, a couple hundred thousand into them. Yeah, because you so you know what the marketing is for most of these places i see it when i'm driving it's like a billboard what you need is your money comes in maybe dude there's from 16 year olds so you need to make get extremely good at tiktok that's (laughs) what they're doing it's videos and that's it he has videos Mm -hmm. he has videos that look so cool and so good and you're like wow that's cool that's all they're doing i need you to send this to me asap how do you how do you meet this guy upwork dude he's gonna hire me here's the thing so he's like, we need to raise 1.5 million. And I was like, you're raising 1.5 million to the parent company to, to buy this. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. Let me tell you how real estate syndications work. And I was like, you really need to just buy, buy entity by entity. And then you like can kind of diversify the risk on all of them. And, and you can own. Oh, buddy, you need to just become a CFO immediately. Going so you their whole thing was, he was just no, like, you need to be a like, CFO. He was just like, oh, so can we like just offload this whole process to you? And I was like, yes, I do that. Um, but uh, so there he's working with his brother talking about it to get it done. But it's just the coolest thing in the world. And I was like, what's his name? Twitter? I was like, are you on don't Twitter? say his name on the pod? Tell, he's me, not on tell Twitter. me afterwards. He's not on Twitter. I don't know if he would want to. Yeah, I'll tell you after. He's not on Twitter. He was like, I don't really want to do Twitter. And I was like, dude. At like SMB Twitter would eat this up. They love crap like this. Like if you were just like, oh, here's how I make, you know, buy these things. Yeah, but you you don't want to blow up. Yeah, you want to start. You want to start buying. That's what I told him. I was like, I was like, I'll just run your Twitter for you, dude. I'll like run it all for you. We can get it going, and people will love this. Um, oh that's another business I'm thinking about getting this guy. Do you want to run people's Twitters with me, dude? I know oh, another. Guy you mean yes. The, there's a guy that just bought a $3 million house across the street from me, right on the water. Um, goes to church at my church, goes to my church or whatever. Um, a long time ago, bought all of these I homes. I forget you have Cliff. a lake house. Bought so it, I do. It's nice. Bought all of these homes in Oak Cliff a while ago. Now they're all gentrifying. He's selling them off, selling off his whole portfolio, has tons of money, works as a company doing real estate investment stuff. And I was like, are you on Twitter? No, man, don't really want to be on Twitter. Don't really care about it. I'm like, dude, if we could get these people on Twitter and just like ghostwrite tweets for them and and kind of tell their story on Twitter, we get them tons of followers, get them tons of deals, 
and then take commission on deals that come through Twitter. Yeah, I would wrap it up as like it's not just Twitter because that is it is very hard to just grow on on Twitter. You need to have like, hey, let me pay you five hundred bucks and you retweet me type of deals. Like that's car dealership guy. That's what he did. Strip mall guy did that. Like it, it's a ton of stuff like that. And then you DM con. Like you can do it. It is very tough. And I'm not. I'm talking like, about this guy sounds great. But we have to run the Twitter like a business. It's a managed Twitter account by us. Right. But no, I would say you link it into everything. It's like, hey, we do that. We do your LinkedIn. We do your, you know, SEO. We do your short form videos. We do all social media manager is what you become at that point. Yeah. But you don't call it that because there's such a, I think, negative connotation with people when they're like, no, do all that. You got to make it some marketing specialist agency type of deal. And it's like, hey, everything. I want the specialist to just be Twitter because all these guys give a damn about is Twitter. And that's where all of their like in these kinds of deals. This guy doesn't care. You just you just said he doesn't care about Twitter. Well, okay. If he doesn't care about Twitter, he's not going to care about everything else. Right. What so like how do I convince him to be like do it all if I don't just be like, hey man, like make a Twitter, we'll run it, pay me a couple hundred bucks a month. What's his problem to solve? It sounds like he doesn't need any help anyway. He doesn't like move any of those. He doesn't. There's no problem. That's, That's why tough. you're not coming in to be like, I'm going to manage everything. You're just like, Hey man, let me manage a Twitter account for you. If any deals come from it, you pay me a commission. Cause I know no. can come in deals. People aren't making deals off TikTok, dude. They're making deals off Twitter. All those. No, guys no, no. I agree. I, I agree. Like you, you can get stuff. Twitter is becoming like that space. Yeah. Uh, a little. Yeah. Just, Oh, you want me to help you great. raise 1.5 million for a deal? Great. Let's go talk about what you do on Twitter. People will pull in. That's where you get it. Yeah. You just, and there's social media tools like that thing I sent you radar and some others that are just so nice to use. And then you could just link everything up and it's very cost effective for an agency to use. But the problem is what I just said is like, this guy doesn't have any problem moving his asset. He didn't like selling. And if you're going to charge somebody like this for marketing and everything else, like what is your value add besides not, like no, you're charging I can get you an audience? I'm not charging huh? him anything. I'm charging him commission, right? So it's like I'm not charging him to do anything. We're just going to set up his Twitter and tweet from his Twitter. You're basically just going to steal his shine and success and then grow that audience and then blow it up. And then take commissions as because Levi James, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. I don't think he had problems doing things before Twitter. It's just when he got to Twitter, it blew up 10x. It's not like those guys have problems before they get to Twitter. It's just when they get there, they realize, oh crap, I just, you know, I just multiplied this like crazy. It's not going to work for everybody. But yeah, if you steal these guys' stories. I think that's a huge thing. You're so right. Like I have, I would love to have 200,000 followers on Twitter. I I can't technically, you know, I, I could get there. I could try a million different things. It'd be still really tough but I don't have the success or money to make that happen. You don't have the story. Um, And I don't either. So what we do is we take their stories, we blow them up, we get them deals, and then we take a part of the deal, take a commission. It's exactly how it goes. There is a huge amount of people though that are out there that aren't like this guy, but maybe have a Twitter account trying to do something with it. They're in their forties. They're seeing guys like 
you know, strip mall guy, Levi, whatever business, whatever account. They're like, man, I really want that because I feel great making $3 million a year, but it really doesn't matter when a bunch of strangers don't know about it. And they would totally pay for that. I think that's a great idea. Finding this is hard. I like the idea of the people who aren't on Twitter and don't care about it. And they're like, I don't really know about it, but I'm so successful. I don't even Twitter. What is that? I'm too busy. Like counting, counting checks, you know, like those, sure. are- but I think you can still find a bunch of you randos can. on Twitter you can do both, and they can have, do, that, should be an off- that should be an offering for us. And I don't know, like, you know, I don't know how to find them other than I know two of them right now that we could go to, and maybe they know more, you know, it's like a, becomes like a very discreet thing you can't market to those people because they're not there but if you know them and you're like oh wow you're super successful how come people don't know you how come people don't know your story let me tell your story yeah. for you and see if deals come and they'll be like yeah of course this is our best episode yet um we're gonna talk offline about this explicitly and some other stuff i'm gonna end real fast um yeah. wrap it up we so. can hop off yeah um but one last thing um as a marketing stunt for baskets capital i'm going to rent a boat for the dell match play take it to dell match play with a big sign watch hopefully watch the event and then any tv crews that may put their camera on the boat and see my giant baskets capital sign that's maybe a good viewership number or not. I don't you care. You are going to invite some of your clients and have them invite potential clients, right? You're going to talk to your clients and say, yes. hey, hide a rich buddy and let's go out on the boat. I mean, you got That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, that's huge. That's number one way to do it, I think. And that space in the space of financial advising, that's it. I'm 100% down to do this. And I think I'll do it every single year because I should. think should, should or do could. A lot more, you should really do a lot more events like that too. <laughs> true yeah plus um yeah this this is a good one to test i have zero faith that it'll turn into any clients but i really just want to do this for myself so it is and a great business reason. can write it off as a marketing so there you go and this marketing itself is just like how much money can i burn and justify burning it that's what marketing is yeah. Seldom works out. And when it does, it's like, man, see that that percentage of a click through rate or, you know, a new client or whatever. Boom. You you did it. You spent all this money. Good job, son. The engagement was through the roof. Yeah. And one person clicked on it. Anyway. So good job. Okay. All well, right. we didn't get we're to your TikTok result, but we'll get there on the next pod. Ooh, we'll do that yeah. Thursday. We're gonna we're gonna drag that out. It's it's spicy, folks. It's spicy. Stay tuned.